Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Awakenings with Michelle Mache, the weekly dose of spiritual and metaphysical insights and information for navigating the soul path. Listeners are invited to call into the show for a reading or with questions and comments. Call 347-539-5122 and press 1 on the keypad. Also, join the Sacred Space of Empowerment live chat. To create a username, register with Blog Talk Radio. It's great to connect with all of you here. Hey, everyone. Great to be a part of Awakenings with all of you. If you're new to the program, howdy. My name is Michelle, and um, i the pilot here for a while. And I've got my co-pilots, cohorts, co-hosts in the chat room, also known as the Sacred Space of Empowerment Room. Also using a new mic, so let me know how it sounds. Um, If you have a question or comment uh, you'd like to get answered or you just want to say, hey, that number is 347-539-5122. That's 347-539-5122. And please press uh, 1 on your keypad. That gets you um, on air. Well, get you in the queue. Let's me know. I just found out after all these years that uh, when you call it, it says unmuted. Because sometimes I wait for people. Like I'm like, okay, can you hear me? Can you hear me? So when you hear that unmuted, that means you are live. Um, okay. Um, so again, three four seven five three nine five one two two is the phone number, and press one on your keypad, and uh, that gets you. And the queue gives me a little bit of an alert. Um, let's see, Spirit Inform. Yes, you can ask questions from the chat. Just, hey, Tamara, welcome. Um, yeah, absolutely. You know, if I don't see the question, type it in caps. I won't think you are screaming at me um, or retype because um, I'm doing a bit of multitasking. Sometimes I'm even texting and emailing behind the scenes, especially when a guest hasn't called in or I can't see them in the queue. Um, so, Oh, just a reminder to everyone that if you have guest suggestions, topic suggestions, or you want to reach me, the best way is awakeningspodcast at gmail.com and not through my Insta, Facebook, or Twitter um, because I really try to stay out of those inboxes. It just makes it much more manageable. I have a great team that works with me or co-creates all of this with me, similar to all of you in the chat. And they handle the emails and they we, they direct, they answer questions that need to be answered, things directed to me, they give them to me. So, because um, what I like to do is stay connecting like this way with all of you. Of course, I have my, my private sessions and teleworkshops, but all my, my writing on my blog and articles that I do, working on another book, um, and my Insta, you know, those of you that see my Insta stories or connect with me on Instagram. I want to do those. I love doing that. My pictures, my collages, my posting. And um, so if I'm having to hunt and go, oh, my God, there's a message over here, and this inbox and over there, it's diluting and distracting. Okay. So um, I know I say it every time at the program, but we get a lot of publishers and publicists, um, authors as well, obviously, that um, are trying to connect through Facebook and other channels. And I'm, I'm really just – so if you've heard it before, sorry you're hearing it again. 
Uh, but it's for those that either are forgetting or, you know, are new and just they're like, oh, because sometimes I'll finally get somebody emailing and they say, oh, I've left you so many me- messages on your Facebook um, messenger. And I'm like, we don't check that, you know. So, um, and also, you know what, it's a great boundary. And I invite all of you to do this in, in your own way, the way that you need to in your life. It's like for me, when I do texting, that's totally Michelle stuff. That's personal stuff. Uh, sometimes I have to give it out for when I'm doing uh, television work. They want to have a cell phone to, you know, contact you about getting on set or, you know, last-minute things. So I don't mind that. But my A22 number is, boy, that's clients. That's workshops. That's soul path programs. That's soul-centered reading. So, so when I get those messages, I'm fully present to helping people and, and just being present for whatever is needed, right? And then my personal time for my, my, my cell phone. So I um, also want to let everyone know I'm so excited. I mentioned it last, um, last week, I believe, or the week before. But this Saturday, starting this Saturday, June 16th, starts a whole month of soul support, soul shine, soul support. It's my high vibes to love which you are love, I'm going to explain it, and manifestation. And so I'm taking, I wanted to do the whole month of June, but decided to, to because June, July, the energies, um, we've been in an extended portal of light, gateway portal of light. There's one door closing right now in your life, a major door, and a new one is opening or has been closed and is reopening in a new way, right? So, you know I love playing in the manifestation game, co-creating. It takes high vibrational frequency a lot of times to draw in what you really want, especially if you're at one level. So like, just think of like you're on a ladder. And let's say you're on rung three of the ladder, but what you want is on five or six. Maybe it's on seven, the, the, the seventh rung, right? The effort, a lot of people think that it is effort – of the ego of doing, what it is about is stepping up your vibrational frequency so that you can more easily, more with grace and ease, less trauma drama, less rehashing, less effort, so that it's your higher self guiding you and spirit lifting you. Like I always say, spirit-led, soul-fueled, so that your visions are coming from your soul. So we're going to be doing envisioning. So that's going to be through Eventbrite. You can just go – you can go to my um, – website so playground.life and go to the events and happenings and click on there there's a whole description of what we're going to be doing but basically june 16th we start we'll meet set some intentions we're going to do some you know empowered powerful interplane work emotional clearing we're going to do a little repatterning set you up and then every week there will be something for you to do and i'll be keeping in contact with you so coaching everybody along and um giving you things to do to bump your vibrational frequency and find out what is lowering it, right? And um, and then, the, so we have one session, and then the second session will be July 14th. Now, mind you, some people have emailed me and said, I can't do both sessions, or what if I can't do the session? The recorded session, which there's two recorded sessions, you don't have to be there for. I have plenty of people, in fact, that are in time zones where, 
a 3 p.m. Pacific time teleworkshop doesn't work for them. It's right in the smack 3 a.m. or something. Some of them it's like 10 o'clock at night. Usually those people can do it. But some people choose not to or they're traveling. What I have heard from everyone that's just, you know, did their exchange and got, you know, and stayed in the program because you'll, you know, even though you just, if you don't make it in person, um, you still receive everything, um, is that people still benefit. So that's an option, too, if you're like, oh, dang, 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 dang me. I really want to do this with Michelle and everyone else, um, but I'm traveling or I can't do it. Just get it, sign up for it, let me know you won't be there, and I'll include you energetically. It's like last month I did, we did a, a, a great teleworkshop, and I was tuning in. Um, with a lot of the workshops I do psychic readings. I tune in for people and, and ask the oversouls what's needed in the guide, um, and then as well as tune in with each person's higher self. I really open to that. and. Um, because I believe in just using as much of my training and abilities as, you know, with, why not? Why not bring more to the table? Um, so, so what I do in that case is I, because I have the names of the people, as I tune in on them as well and address them in the, in the group. So that's so why I love teleworkshops because the thing is we're all connected etherically, and it really, I love in-person, and yes, I'm going to be doing some more in-person ones. I've been getting some emails about that, maybe through the summer, uh, if not for in, in the fall. Um, but what I feel it does is it trains people to realize that just because you don't see something doesn't mean the connection is not there. It really trains you to become more acutely aware of the interconnectedness to everything and everyone through the etheric plane okay, and as well as the astral plane or the Akashic. Um, so you, you feel through the subtle energy, the connection, and it trains you to have that feeling, to retain that, that connection, to trust that connection, you know. So we're way, and I love both. I love in person as well, uh, but we're way too dependent on, if I don't see it, I'm not benefiting it or I don't touch, you know, I can't touch it. And some of this is due to representational systems. Some people are more auditory. Some people are more visual. Some people more kinesthetic. They got to feel it. Some people, their olfactory kicks in. But the next stage of the game that we're all co-creating is about playing more etherically, expanding or expanding our vibrational frequency, leveling up, up-leveling, we call it. It's also updating our inner software, the mind, you know, as well as the brain, learning how the brain and the heart speak uh, together and communicate. So might as well learn this stuff now. So anyway, that's going on. And then I have something else on June 23rd, um, which you can do that all together if, if you want. And that's um, I promised some people that I would keep an ongoing group about really reinforcing the intuition becoming more psychic and opening the channel. And so I'm doing that. Um, but anyway, that's on Eventbrite. You can go to it. High vibes to love and manifestation. What does that mean? That you are love, but it's about accessing the love. Very often through wounding, our vibrational frequency is so low. We're not open to receive or feel what's around us. So a big part of manifesting, it's feeling that which is already there or starting to come into form. And how do you how do you help it along, right? 
So I want to share something with you. This is such a great time. Um, I'm so in fuego, <laughs> so on fire um, of late because I've been doing, as you all know, I've been doing some really, really much deeper healing work, uh, inner work, personally for my path in opening, you know, what I developed the um, uh, Liberate Your Life, the core belief, right? I've really been doing a lot of, of late, and it's just, it's amazing. It's been bringing me into this, oh, by the way, just was 1212. <laughs> um, you know, every so often we, you know, when you're building something or creating something, those of you that are entrepreneurs or maybe you're working on something or sometimes, you know, family, creating a family, you get more what the 3D um you know, you get more 3D, 4D, and and that's fine. I was talking to a client of mine that I was working with the other day, and they were really off, kind of, you know, negatively on themselves. They felt they had moved away from their path and their spiritual connection. I said, well, no, you've been building a lot. And I said, it's like when you're the architect, when we're designing something, you're designing a house, you're designing a prototype, you're in that creative mode. Maybe you're designing a painting or painting something or writing something. That's one aspect. But then you have to maybe make copies of the poem or you have to, you know, once the blueprint's done, you have to start digging up the foundation for the house, right? Or you have to you start doing the framing, right? That's very 3D, 4D, right? We're actually living in a fourth-dimensional world. We're going 3D. And look that up. A lot of people call it 3D. But if you, you know study or read up on the physics, we actually live in a so anyway, so you're we're in that realm and so every if you're very attuned onto the soul path and hey, something new is coming in, something really big. I call it a redirection of energy. And now it's time to reconnect with parts of you. Like, right, I always say the sundial changes, it turns. That, that's the soul path. We, we highlight one thing, and that's our learning and our expression and our experience. And then the soul is like a sundial. It turns. And using those other activities or frequencies, they're still there. You're still operating from that. I mean, obviously, if you're a father, you're always going to be a father, you know, or mother, you're always going to be a mother, a teacher, always a teacher. Let's say on your children, or maybe you're, maybe you're, maybe your father, maybe you're divorced, maybe you're divorced, and you're still focusing or trying to be in the old role, and maybe it's not even a healthy role. Maybe you're trying to be, you know, in that old, and and you're self-sacrificing yourself. But then you're not listening to your soul because your soul is saying it's also time for you. Um, is the audio fading out in and out? Let me know, you guys, is it? So the, the key is how do we balance all these energies, right? Wait, I'm going to switch mic around. I just got to love that name, by the way. This might be better. Let me know if this is better. Okay. Um good at the moment. Okay, let me know. If it's not, we make another switcheroo. So, you know, it's spirit will never, ever have you forsake your own path. This is a 
big thing that people misconstrue. And it's very, the lower vibration or lower expression um, of the Pisces era. Um, you know, when people say, oh, I've got kids, or I'm to this and I'm not to that, or, I, you know, or my money or my fine, or i got to focus on, like, only my career and da 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 I'm like, BS, 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 beeper, monitor, whatever. That's your ego. There's something you're not wanting to confront because you're here on this path for also yourself. Yes, indeed, yes. So when we're doing this self-sacrificing things, it's not in our best interest. We're meant to see how can I do it in the best way that's best for myself and all concerned, okay? Because when, especially I see this with parents, and I don't know where I'm going with this or why I'm talking about this, but they, a lot of times when you're doing that self-sacrifice, your children know it and they don't like it. They may take advantage of it, especially if they're very entitled. You haven't, you know, you're very codependent with them. You haven't, you know, given, you haven't, pointed to them their own gifts so they could be more independent. It's a toxic energy. It's toxicity. And part of what we're all doing in the new paradigm is busting up this toxic energy that we have through relationships and the way that we relate, right? Um, Tamara, yes. Tamara always says it concisely in the chat, oh, wise ones. Time to stop with the excuses. Yeah. I don't care if you're saying it's my weight, it's my hair, it's my age, it's my, I have kids, I don't have enough money. It doesn't matter. That means that you're overly focused on the material plane. You're living a limited game. Because if you're getting inspiration, if you have dreams in your life that you want to go for, and you're not doing it in the best way that you can, some way, somehow, because what I can tell you 5,000%, Spirit, God, great white spirit, the universe, whatever you want to call it, all that is, your higher self that's connected to the infinite intelligence of the universe. Once you show the effort, once you show the effort, there's an there's a, a, a acceleration of energy. Very special person in my life one time told me, um, we were talking about something, I think I was talking about some project, TV projects I was working on, and they said, keep going with that because you're on the right path or right track, and when you're on the right track, you actually start accumulating energy. You get more and more energy. And I wish they would have listened to their own advice, but it's a whole other story. Um, Anyway, so I took that to heart, and it's so true because what starts to happen is you build momentum. You know, that's why a lot of times people think, oh, Look how easy it is for their life or look what's happening for them. No, they built momentum and they didn't. Honestly, you guys, Joe, yeah, and yes, everything starts to line up. Exactly, Tamara. Look where you're receiving right now the gifts in your life and go in those directions, even if it's not totally what you, what you want. Some of you might have multiple choices to make. That's a whole different thing that I'm talking about. That takes a bit you know, more discernment and tuning in intuitively. But when the universe hands you a gift, don't scoff at it because of low self-esteem or self-worth or you say, oh, it's so, I'm going through a horrible time right now in my life, so now I just want to be a victim and go over to the desert or the cave and just cry over there. I want to just stay home and stay in my bed. You know, I get it if there's clinical depression, but... But you owe it. See, our life is a gift also. 
we're living out what spirit wants us to do. And that's why in many ways I say our life isn't our own. You know, I've had depression myself. I've struggled with that, not clinically, but, but what I, what I, what I train myself to do is to have inspirational reminders. And I have friends in my life or people that get my energy going or I have my clients, right? Oh, okay. And then I forget about myself. If it's not clinical depression, people that don't want to move forward or they're victim-y and they're going, you know, we all are victim-y. I'm not saying we, we, things don't happen. I'm saying when you're marinating in it and laying in it. Not only is that self-sabotage, it's, it's also arrogant and selfish. Who are you to waste your life? Who are you to waste the gift of love? You know, I've had to look at that myself because I did that in my early 20s. I did that. I I received so much and so much I kind of just pittered away because I didn't get it. And then later as I started maturing spiritually and connecting more and more to my soul, I was like, oh, my God. I'm being so helped and so guided. The packaging might be a little different, but come on, Michelle, look at the You're living a charmed life here. That brings us the fulfillment that we so desperately want. A lot of people right now, they're looking around and they're, they're so closed. Their heart is closed off. They're wallowing in the misery. Very often, your prayers are answered. You're in misery. You're not doing well financially maybe or there's been a recent breakup or things aren't doing well in your job. And lo and behold, you meet somebody new that you really connect with and start to have feelings for you find a great little cafe or coffee shop or you travel and you have a great experience, you've got to let that in. That's God. That's spirit. That's you in that form answering your own desperate prayer. But very often people say, oh, I'm, I, I'm, just, I'm just so depressed I can't even look at it. No, it's right there to help you in your time of need. So you can see I've been contemplating a lot and going deep. I've been spending a lot more time in um, nature, which I love, um, and just really going deeper into my spiritual practice, my yoga practice, and just lightening the load, you know. Um, And one of the things that was so interesting, because two of my friends and a client, um, some things that I've been writing on that I guess – both of them are reading some books on shamanism, but they're not by the same author. I think one of them is by Don Miguel. I don't remember who the other one was by. And they said, oh, my God, Michelle, you're saying the same thing that he's saying in his books. And they're like, you should read it. I said, no, I don't read stuff because I get the channel. I, I don't want to dilute it. But I like hearing the confirmations, and I like hearing other people's experiences and information and insight. I do love hearing that on a kind of one-to-one although I am reading something on the Kabbalah that I, I studied years ago that's bridging the Kabbalah uh, with astrology. So that kind of stuff I'll read because I'm going to use that in readings and I find there's an interesting interwoven thread and connection between the Kabbalah, or Kabbalah the tarot, and the astrology, um, as well as the, uh, to some degree the I Ching. So when you look at the paths and the spheres, spheres. So that's kind of where my study is right now. Um, but anyway, they were talking to me, and I said, well, you know, I was trained and initiated as a shaman um, back in the 90s. I think 95 to 97 I studied. Um, and she's like, yeah, 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 that's why I'm telling you that. So 
I never, the, 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 the shamanic name that I was given by my teacher, uh, Dona Chui Jesus, uh, was Juana Cuatro Vietos, uh, Juana Four Winds or Joan Four Winds. And she had told me that I was her, my future self was her teacher. Anyway, whole one day we'll, I'll talk more on that. Um, but it was pretty amazing training, and I learned a lot from her. And that was one of my teachers that I trained with shamanically. Uh, but she was the one that gave me uh, a, that a name. Interesting enough, all these years later, I never thought to ask myself, okay, when is that, Not, late 90s? I never asked myself, what did that name mean? I mean, I know what it means. You know, Joan Forwins. I knew what it meant, you know, literally. But I, I'm thinking, well, so I was um, staying with a friend recently and, you know, amazing space, uh, kind of out in the middle of nowhere. And I'm like, I don't even think I ever thought about what it meant. I wonder what it means. Well, I looked it up online. You guys can look it up. Four winds. What does four winds? Well, it's talked about all, all through the Bible. It's talked about in other spiritual metaphysical circles as the power of God to create miracles or the power of God or spirit on earth, and it's bridging the heaven on earth. Well, where this ties in lately, what I want to share with everyone, the last month or so, I've been hearing ohms. I've been hearing the hum of the earth, this and then I've been hearing these ohms and then these celestial ahs. First of all, I thought the ohms were my phone because I have an Om Namah Shavaya ohm on my phone as my ringer. But it's so faint that I'm like, that's not my phone. What is that? So whether it's in my house, in my yard, sometimes I'm walking down the street, um, you know, I've been traveling, I'll, I'll hear it intermittently and sometimes all together. Sometimes it's just the ohm. Sometimes it's the ohm and the ah. And sometimes it's just the ah, right? It's kind of this ah. And, of course, the ah corresponds to the heart chakra, right? It's this echoey ah, celestial. So the four winds has to do with bridging heaven on earth. And one of the things that I was reading on had to do with hearing of sounds, you know, the celestial sounds. I'm like, oh, my God, that's what I'm hearing. That's what I'm hearing. Um, pretty amazing and the ohm I mean now when I hear it I just stop and I tune in and it's like a form of attunement it's almost like an it's 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 an auditory or tone um note uh attunement like 1111 attunement and alignment so then I was talking to someone very wise and also as a musician and worked with uh, research of the musical spheres he said well as you're a going in consciousness as well as another friend of mine as we're all expanding in consciousness we're all different levels your next level is to 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 hear this you know everybody's at a different level of consciousness yes spirit and form in the beginning was the word and the word was god or with god the word was god yes the word the vibration so i'm hearing and i've been studying up and it's what's interesting is i studied a little bit of this uh when i lived in england at um it was White Eagle Lodge. It was another place. Oh, I can't think of it, the name right now, but where they had a lot of metaphysical, very advanced metaphysical courses. 
and I took a course on this, on the musical spheres, that, that everything, and remember we've had Shira Hunt on the show, and she's talked about this from Vibrationally Sound. Everything is frequency, right? Everything's vibration. So every creation does have notes to it, if you can hear. That's what the musical spheres are, This, or, you know, um, that, that you start hearing the sounds of creation, right? And you feel it vibratory. Well, many of us have felt it vibratory, and those of you that have done my teleworkshops where we tune into the subtle energy, we feel it. Well, now I'm starting to hear it, which is pretty cool. Um, and it's very confirming, right? It's so interesting. So there are, you know, metaphysicians that study this, they're the high level of math. I mean, I met one of my great friends and also we did co-teaching together um, in England in this course. And it was funny because she has a science background, but it was still advanced for her. And I remember I, I understood a lot of it as an intuitive and as a healer, but the math, oh, my God, just washed over me. And I remember kind of looking up and looking to the side, and she leaned over. She said, don't worry, Michelle. You don't have to understand what they're saying. Just intuit it. Just get it. You'll be fine. <laughs> so I was like, Thank God, because I'm taking lots of notes and I am lost already. So, um, so why, one of the reasons I'm sharing this with you was, you know, obviously it's interesting, but that during this time right now, and I wrote about this on my Instagram uh, a, a bit on this, so if you care to take a peek, um, and why I'm working vibratory as well, high vibes, is we, Uranus has moved into Taurus. This is a big deal. This, oh, so true, spirit and form, bringing to a higher love. Oh, love that. Yeah, and I feel so much love for people right now. I mean, I really feel like my heart is opening more and, you know, not for myself and for other people, more compassionate for the, you know, nasty little things that people can do, including me, including ourselves, when we get triggered. Um but the message here, and this is what I would like to share, give the heads up, the 411, is that we are extending, expanding to, as shared and form put in the chat, a higher love. It's all love. It's all love. Even your, even your high-powered people, oh, I'm, do, I'm the CEO of my business. It's all about love. Love is the creative force. So it's, it's our, our, you know, our manifestations, our creations, um, the form of love. Right, everything's either an expression, a cry for, a cry for love, an expression of love. Right, it's it's about our yearning. For, it's it's that is what we when we create something we love, whether it's a being that comes through us or you know painting a picture or business, it doesn't matter. But right now, because with that Uranian, Uranian energy, you know, Aquarius, the Aquarian age is, is the, the 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 energy that is reflected through it and the predominant energy that's emphasized with the emotions, the thoughts, the feelings, the beliefs are anchored by Uranus and Saturn. You know, Saturn, structure, form, new forms, but it's on a Uranian level, which is that more expanded, higher frequency energy. And in Taurus, it's being grounded, it's being anchored. So what I would say to everyone right now is use this, this energy, it's also the wind, the air, to get clarity, to see where are you feeling you're still stuck or limiting with, and, and find ways to expand just a little bit. You don't have to expand five feet. You can expand five inches. Have a new thought. 
Where can you lighten up, have less judgment, right? So what's happening right now is this higher frequency energy, it's been it's affecting us astrally. We've been clearing enough of the astral, right, so that it can come through. And, and it's coming through etherically, but now it's grinding, grinding and grounding. It's grinding down. <laughs> it's winding up and grinding down, kind of like a drill, into the earth. Taurus. Taurus rules the earth. Taurus is the earth. So it's now about having forms, which earth is a form of spirit, right? Spirit and form in the chat. So this energy wants, it wants us to drink it in, imbibe it so that we're imbued with this energy, so that we're now more and more embodying it. And I tell you, 5,000%, you're going to be hearing those ohms and ahs and the hums. You're going to, the trees are going to be talking to you. You're going to open up because, you know, my shamanic training, one of the things, you know, that was taught to me and one, you know, I initiated also rock medicine and animal medicine in to be able to speak with the trees, with the, you know, as a psychic, I speak with the animals anyway. That's all, you know, kind of all the same. But the formal training reinforced that. But shaman is just an intermediator, right? Between the seen and unseen, between the magical, the mystical, the, the etheric, what we call spirit. We all have that aspect within us. Every one of you do. It's about activating that part of you now, opening up to it, not being afraid of it. You know, so look right now, especially the rest of June and into July, to what is closing, what is opening, and how can you assist in that? And what are the gifts that you're receiving right now? May not be exactly the ideal of what you want, doable. Or how can you have appreciation for what you've been given? I've gone through some really rough patches recently, better than some worse than others that's how life is but it's brought me back to this place it's realigned me and so i would say with these energies right now be as real as you can with yourself be as compassionate but don't bs yourself you know but be real but be real with you know where you oh i did oh god i did that Mm, okay or i repeated that or i'm not doing that enough and then just stand still or sit still. Just stop. Just stop. Pause. Stop. Press the pause button. What do you hear? What do you feel that is of a higher vibrational frequency directing you? Not a criticism, not a judgment. What's the uplifting message? What's the uplifting picture or flash of insight you get? Who's the uplifting person that comes into your life? Right? And no, if you're the uplifting person that's coming into someone's life, if you're their sunshine, they, you're the uplifting one, and you're like, boop, 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 and they can't have it or handle it, not your fault. Love them from a distance and move on to where those can, can handle your light. See, that's the thing. This is one of the things that I realized um, in some of my deeper work that I did last year, and some of it quite a, a that chunk culminated. I would say probably February or March this year, is that so much of what I had wanted in my life was around me. I wasn't absorbing it. I wasn't taking it in. And that's what I see by the traumas that we go through on the earth plane, through family of origin stuff, stuff that's been passed on, you know, generational transmission. It's the inability to open up. And we've heard other people talk about this, so... But I'm reframing it in a different way because I feel you can stop right now and pause. 
it's like being taken to lunch. You're you're at you know, let's say you're work, you're at work, and someone said, oh, let's go to lunch, and and it's on me. But maybe you're a junk food eater and you're not, or maybe you're a junk food eater and they're not, <laughs> whatever. But they say, let me take you to this place. Okay, then please don't bemoan while you're there or after you have the lunch with them. Then you're telling your other mates, oh, I can't believe they took me here. Look and see what's there. You know, I remember years ago my height of veganism, and I was on the road with somebody, a group of people, and they stopped at McDonald's. And I had not had McDonald's, you know, sorry. Not, just not, I hadn't had it probably since I was 14. And I looked and I thought, God, what can I eat here? Oh, my God. And this was before the salad days. That's how long ago it was. And I never forget, I got a fish sandwich without the fish, and they thought I was crazy. I went up to order because I said, ah, tart. I like tartar sauce. I eat tartar sauce with the lettuce and all that. I guess I could have gotten a hamburger without the bun, but anyway. Um, and I had tomatoes and stuff on it. And I said, yeah, I really want that. I said, and, you know, and they grilled the bun for me. And I said, but I don't want any fish. And they're like, what? And I said, no, I don't want any fish. I said, but it's a fish thing. I said, I don't want any fish. I just, I don't eat fish. Um, but what was I? I was grateful for the connecting there. I was grateful for this road trip. I actually was on an 18-wheeler, one of my dreams. And, yes, can you believe that I did? I also had another dream that I wanted to be on a motorcycle and go across country. But now I didn't. I did that uh, city to city. But cross country, I was, eh, decided not to do that after the city to city. But anyway, I was thankful. So I guess that's kind of what I'm sharing with all of you is like accept the gift because it will get more and more and more ideal. Your gifts will get more and more refined and attuned to the ideal essence of who and what you are, okay, how you're manifesting as a soul being. And then the other thing I would share with you is, uh, which happens to me still, I have to admit, a lot of times I get a gift or something I like and I'm not too wild about it or something, and then it ends up being exactly what I need or what ends up shifting me or I end up finding some amazing uses for it. The bottom line is, and in fact, this new moon tomorrow, uh, today, right? I think it's day, yes, the new moon in Gemini has the potential to bring this kind of clarity and as you get light. Gemini is not a heavy sign. It doesn't like to go deep. But this is the time to keep it light, to lighten up and see what's there. We'll get a chance to go deep and heavy soon enough. You know, we still have Jupiter and Scorpio, and there's some interesting aspects to that. And, uh, you know, Pluto and Capricorn, the Uranus definitely pulls stuff up as well or lightning bolts it out of you. But it's time to get clear. Get the clarity right now. Allow the clarity. Allow it to be revealed to you. That's going to also put you into the magical mystery tour of life. So you're feeling that you're more a part of life instead of it happening to you. You'll feel more co-creative or more participatory. You know, you'll feel that you're a part of it because that's a big aspect of the new paradigm, you know, the Aquarian age, which the Aquarian age, it ushers it in, right, is collaboration, right, cooperation, communication, community. It's not about being alone or on your own, and it's not about going off in the Himalayas the cave or to the desert or in the forest and just sitting there and, and being depressed or being, oh, me, oh, my, I have to self-sacrifice with what I, the mistakes I made or I have to toil by myself, can't have any fun until I get to this next level. No, 
because the polarity of Aquarius is Leo. Leo likes to shine. Leo likes to sparkle, self-express, and have fun. So it's that combination that says, yes, yeah, shine your light, get with others. It's okay to lighten your love. It's okay to say, help, I need help, or I can't do this, or I don't know how to do this, will you do this for me, and I'll help you over here. So we're, you're really going to start between now, this mid-month you know, of June, and through July, you're going to notice markedly how the energy is changing. And of course, it's only going to get you know, more and more apparent and, and for some intensified into the summer and, you know, fall and on and into next year. This is the beginning. This is the turning point. This is the dial that's turning that says, hey, can't play the old game anymore. Uranus is here. Uranus is drilling down, grinding down into the earth, bringing these higher frequency energies that are saying, play bigger, have more fun, you know, do the work you need to do, clear stuff up, you know, if you've made mistakes, fine. But don't wallow in it. Don't have the self-pity. Don't have the self-flagellation, the self-punishment. This is not a time to punish yourself. No matter how bad your mistakes have been or you perceive how wrong or bad or what pickles you've got yourself in, it's time to go, wow, I'm human. Hmm, okay. Wow. Woo-hoo, was that a deep? Well, that was a human thing. Because our experiences that we have on earth don't always completely reflect our consciousness and totality, our consciousness and spirit. And sometimes we just don't, we don't know, you know, or we're caught in a loop. But that doesn't, that you have to lighten up about those past mistakes and see it as part of your programming. Or maybe it came from the ancestors. You know, maybe it was part of your generational transmission. Maybe it's a, you know, it's a family thing. It's, it's what you've experienced, especially some people that have had very traumatic lives, you know, with physical abuse, sexual abuse. You know, those things don't just shake off as easily, you know. But the more you can say, wow, that's my human experience, but that's not the experience of the totality of me. That's what I experienced at this age. It's affected me this way and that way. Okay, yeah, that makes sense because that's how the earth works. But it's not the totality of me. It doesn't affect all of me. It hasn't marred or damaged all of me. Right? Have you ever seen a bird that has a little bit of a chunk out of it or chink out of its wing, a little broken wing? It still can fly. So that's where we all need to be coming from. Thank you, Yoshi. Yoshi's acknowledging. <laughs> all right. Let's get to call us, 347-539-5122. 836 you're on air. Welcome to the program. Hello. I don't hear you. Okay, let's go to the next one. 914-471, you're on air. Welcome. Hi, Michelle. This is Cynthia. Hey, Cynthia. Hi, welcome. Thank you. Um, just wanted to say thank you for um, everything you just said. I am also hearing um, a lot of different music, celestial sounds. Oh, like the last few weeks. thank you. Um, I've heard, yeah, I've, I've called in before my husband had passed away months ago and stuff, but anyway, I'm hearing the last two weeks, like all different, like you are my sunshine, like songs just <gasps> coming into I my heard head that out the of the other day. You are my sunshine. Oh my so God. You are my, well, yeah, my grandfather loved talking. that song and yeah. And oh when Eric, God. when we would go camping, he'd always have my friend play it oh. for me. And I, I'm, I, I'm hearing all different music. So it, it must be 
somewhere that the oh, higher God is doing that. Yes, but you, well, I, you know, I wasn't going to bring it up. And then I, in my meditation, I, I meditated up where I do. Yeah, I thought they said, share this. And I was also forgot because I got on a roll. I was going to ask, yeah. please let me know if any of you um, have hearing this, call in or email me. That was going to be my next thing to say. So thank you for hearing it psychically. Thank well, you. Well, you affirmed well, it for me now, too, because I was like, why am I here? And I was writing my journal. I keep hearing all, all these songs popping into my head. I'm driving somewhere. Yeah. This song pops into my head. It's a perfect song. And I'm like, I wake up, and I have a different song in my head. And where is this song coming from? And I love music, but yeah. this is not, it's not the norm. And then your other thing yeah. about the, your name, the, so yes. Four Winds Society, I've always wanted to go to that. That's Albert uh, Vialdo. Um, oh, he's a shaman. Vialdo. So, okay. Yeah, he does all Four Winds. Anyway, so... <laughs> I had one question to ask you, but wow. the other one is, yeah. Thank you. Well, you took for yeah, me. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So, um, um, so I guess my question is, if there's, you're saying all these changes, I, I'm having heavier changes with this group of friends that, um, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like they need Not to let go much. a bit. Cause they're, yeah. they're, they're, so, so Eric is gone. Like his spirit, I can feel him and everything. And my energy is starting to go like, like I hear him, he's like, you could do this. I'm like, I'm like, you know, I have my bouts and I'm so sad. But when I get this group of friends around, I feel this energy of like, oh my God, I feel like I'm being brought back down. How, you know, how life is so hard and he's gone and yeah. why haven't you gotten a job yet? And I don't know what to do with these people because I'm kind of like, you know, is there another mentor? And I'm working on myself. I'm taking a writing class. So that's one of the blessings that you were saying. Um, but I'm just like, they well, this is that time. yeah, this is what I was saying though, the door closing and opening. So okay. we're, we're in a time period right now in this gateway portal of light where the, the, the beginning and ending are at the same, you know, how sometimes we have a sharp ending and then there's a yeah. phase of time and then the beginning. So this right. is both. And what I hear is just allow yourself to wind out while you're exploring the new. So okay. simultaneously, you're still going to be around them. I have some that are similar that's been going on, and I'm just noticing, wow, there's not as much of a resonance. So it's not about cutting off. Just like the river moves the leaf along, it, it will move, the energy will move you along, but you are winding out of them. And I would say August, September, look for a whole new group. There will be a whole new group. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There's something about this group, you know, sometimes when we're around people, and sometimes they'll take themselves out of their life, sometimes people feel threatened when they're not moving at the same place or pace. And that's what I feel that you're coming across there. That's what's going on. Yeah, Eric. Oh, Cindy, I'm so. You said this? (laughs) Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, uh, thank you so I'm going to go to the next call. Thank you so much for calling in because you confirmed some stuff for me. I love yes. it. And, um, yep. and also the question you ask is so many people are at this place right now where, you know, not all of the new or any of it has come in or it's very tentative, but the old isn't really resonating as much. And it's wind out, let your higher self do it. Don't do, do nothing of the ego. Do nothing of, okay. um, yeah, of that strategizing or anything yeah. okay okay all right Cynthia. okay Take thanks care. Michelle. All right. all right you too you're welcome oh i love it i forgot to ask does anybody know 
Cynthia calls in. I love it. Thank you, Cynthia. Uh, three three zero five one eight. You're on air. Hi, Hello? Michelle. Hello. Hi. Welcome. Oh, Hello. hi. Hi. Thank you. Hi. Um, yes. I too have been hearing music, <laughs> so I might as well chime in. Oh, yeah, and I, give me your first yeah, name. Yeah, and give it, me your first name. Oh, sorry. My name's Sonia. Sonia? Hi, Sonia. Okay, great. Yes, hello. Oh, I love it. Um, okay. Yeah, mine Mine has been more um, classical music, so I like, um, you know, just kind of comes in at night when I'm about to sleep or if I'm meditating, it just kind of comes in, and then it goes away and it comes in. Sometimes I'll hear some chatter, but I don't know mm. what it's saying or what it means, but um, I sometimes I have to check myself, is that real or... <laughs> So it kind of comes and, and goes. And a lot of times that's yeah. coming from the the astral or the akashic, especially if you're hearing talking or chatter. Yeah. You could be picking up on other people, you know, other beings, you know, talking. Yeah, it people sounds like I'm in a. Without, it, it's like a background like noise, a like I'm in a coffee shop. It's just uh, like yeah. just different chatter, and I can't make out anything specific, but it's just people talking. I'll hear a word or hear there, but it doesn't make any yeah. sense or laughing. Um, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nicole, that yeah, everyone else see, is hearing it too. It's hearing that too. And by the way, that happens all the time. It's just until our we expand or get more acute by our vibrational frequency expanding, we don't hear it with our physical ears. It just gets recorded subconsciously. So now it's becoming much and much, much more conscious. So hmm. Sonia, thank you. Oh, thank you yeah, for um, that's really, that's letting amazing. us know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no problem. Um, so I just was was calling. Um, I, I just feel like I've been practicing your manifesting. Uh, I went. To, I participated in your work, workshop. Um, I think it was a month ago, and all of a sudden I had this overload of stuff manifesting, stuff. and I was like so overwhelmed. <laughs> and I was like, "Whoa, put the brakes on!" And then, you know, I, I didn't know where to focus, and so I guess it's sort of coming to a head now, and I'm not sure exactly where to cast my line of where I should go with all this because all of these potential ideas that I um, would love to participate in all of it, but I just don't know where to focus my energy. And I didn't know if you, you okay. had any insight on that. Absolutely. And I'm, yeah, I'm glad you had that result from our teleworkshop. Um, don't deal with your rational mind. You go by resonance. So that's the one thing that I find when, when I work with people, they'll say, oh, my God, I'm manifesting so much or so much is coming in. Or if it's intuitively, oh, my God, I'm intuitive, I'm feeling this, I'm hearing that, but I'm feeling the negative and the good and the bad, and I, it's overwhelming. But it's only overwhelming to the ego, and what, ha- what needs to happen is that the rational mind or conscious mind, you know, the, the surface mind, the beta aspect of our being, needs to integrate. So don't do anything except let it be and either meditate more, go, do more um, – unfocused, more diffused energy, access more of your right brain or right quadrant of the brain. So meditation, mantra, go to nature, journal. If you think of one of the options, you know, kind of look at it in your mind, take a breath, and then feel in your heart what you're drawn to. So, you know, we, look, we get things intellectually first. We get things at a level, but then to, to be able to have them integrate into the emotional body takes quite a bit so you're mm-hmm. in that interesting place where all this has come up and and you're you're looking at it through the physical eyes you're looking at it through the race consciousness or beta consciousness you know you're looking at it through the surface mind and you won't be able to figure it out from there 
So yeah, it's 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 like on a on a um, crossroads of careers, um, and some are popping up that are potentially you know what I was went to school for, which I love, and then it's also what I'm creative outlet is, which I love, um, and then some new things that I'm interested in that's coming up. So there's all these career paths and I'm not sure like where to focus on because I feel pressure, you know, that I should but, choose. And, um, but I so don't, I'm not, but I don't I'm not hear sure. any choosing yet. I don't, but I don't hear any bonus yeah. like offered right now. See? So yeah. there really is no choice. What's happening is your physical mom, it's a biochemical thing. Yeah. It's trying to figure okay. it out, right? Well, that's good. So then I'll relax. that's, that's, <laughs> Yes, that's it. Relax. See, <laughs> see, the ego mind does not like uh, does not like the in between stage. Doesn't like the gray area or the ambiguity. But you don't have any viable option. So you kind of right. what it is is you you put all the all the ingredients in the stew. You've got the, you know the carrots. You've got the peas. You've got the you know tomatoes, the potato. You've got all that, and you put some seasoning in. Now you need to let it marinate. Because a viable option will come through, maybe one or two, so that you can have both and balance. But right now, I so strongly get there's nothing viable. You got to let it simmer. You got to let it simmer. Okay, that's good. That's a relief. Okay, does that help? <laughs> yes, yes. So right, that's, yeah. the, that's the next part of manifestation. That um, once we draw stuff up and it's all flurry and a flutter. It's just opportunity. You know, I had something a few weeks ago, or actually a few months ago, and some of, I was doing all these different TV projects. It was like, oh, my God, I was getting up early and going there, and then I had my clients, and I had the sh- awakenings, and I was balancing it all, and it was a flurry. Then one of them fell out, and, I, and pe- my, some of my friends, what are you going to do, Michelle? What are you going to I said, let's just see what happens. And mm-hmm. most of them fell yeah. by the wayside. Now, some, now something new came in. Because this is the time for you to get refinement. When this happens in your life, it's about refining. You get to feel it out, but it's not the decision-making time. You've manifested in their mm-hmm. form. Okay, that's great. Now let your higher self mm-hmm. take over. And, the, 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 you know, they always say the cream of the crop rises to the top. Don't go digging in for the cream. It's got to rise to the top. <laughs> okay. Right, Sonia? Let it rise to the All top. Right. Okay, well, I'll keep you posted. Okay. What happens? All right. Okay. Keep us posted. Thank you. Right. Thanks for your help. Okay. You. Bye. You're welcome. Okay, I think we have time for one more, and then we have our awakening guest coming on. Hi, 720917, you're on air. Hello. Hi there. Hello. Hi. 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 Who am I speaking with? My name is Marielle. How are you today? Hi, Marielle. I'm doing great. Do you have a question? Good, good. Okay. Um, actually, more of I just want to share you an experience. <laughs> I too am also hearing music, voices, <laughs> harp playing, violin playing. <laughs> it's amazing. Love it. I also oh, every Wednesday I always listen to you. You are amazing. I just want to let you know that. And um, you've shared a vision because I, I did call you about two months ago, and you shared a vision. And you you told me that, you know, there's a breakthrough coming around this time, and I am going through that breakthrough right now. And I just really want to oh. thank you because now it's bringing oh. clarity. It's bringing clarity. And I'm like, oh. wow, like she really has that gift. <laughs> oh, I am so happy for you, Mario. Oh, my gosh. 
gosh, that is great. Well, Thank obviously, you, so you, you busted through to the next level. Now you're hearing these sounds, too. Oh, yes. That's so great. Yeah, so I was, oh. you know, I was wondering, I'm like, what does that mean? And then I hear everyone hearing sounds and music, too, and I'm, I want to say it's us ascending is that correct yes it is yes yes it is the ascension you know that you know which just means getting out of duality so you're you're we're feeling and hearing what's already always there the interconnectedness of everything and everyone including nature and what comprises of nature on a vibratory level so of course it would make sense you know um right getting kind of out of that lower planes but Oh, I'm going to let some of my friends hear that because now some of my friends have been kidding me about with my shamanic name, you know, Juana, John, and they're oh, down there, you're hearing sounds, Michelle, what you? I'm like, listen, I am one of the most practical grounded people. I didn't even mention it, but it's been a few months now. So I thought, this is not just my imagination. It's <laughs> something that's yeah. really going on, you know? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it's not your imagination. <laughs> That is oh, so beautiful. No. So, um, yeah, I just want to, I really want to thank you because I'm connecting more and more with my spirit guides and my angels. And it's, it's, it just feels good. It just, it's like amazing feeling, oh. like a bliss. Oh, Mario, I'm so happy for you. Mario, right? Thanks. Mario? Mario, yeah. Is there any, do you yeah. hear any other message for me that maybe you can share? <laughs> The one thing I feel for you is, which is interesting, is a, is is the you're lightening up, lighten up in even more, and it's connecting you to birds. There's a bird tribe um, energy, yeah. So connecting with the spirit, but be in nature more, be around the birds. I do feel for you there. Um, gosh, September, October, you're going to take a trip that's very transforming for you. And maybe a new love or renewed love is what I'm hearing. New love relationship or renewed. Some kind of renewal is going to be taking place. So I don't know if it's an anniversary, but it's going to be very timely and very important. Um, and, you know, the, the, the big, one of the best sounds we have other than, you know, the hum or the beat of the earth is the heartbeat. So this activates the heart chakra, all these sounds coming in, which I feel you're going to be coming into a major heart activation time yes that is so beautiful thank you so very much for that message you're so welcome okay keep listening because our actually our guest really um kind of as they always do ties into all of this because i feel like his book is everything that is here um, everything is here to help you talking about soul support so i think that's what many of us are opening in our own way in our own level is to recognizing that and living from that place. So, all right, Mario, keep shining. Thank you so much. Bye. Oh, I'm glad I picked that up. All right, it's time for our awakening conversation. We have Matt Kahn with us, and like I said a minute ago, he is the author of Everything is Here to Help You. Oh, I want to believe that. I so do. Um, Hi, Matt. Welcome to the program. Well, thanks for having me. It's an honor to be here. Yes. Okay. I love your book. The title so ties in um, with what we've been discussing actually the last few weeks and especially today and with the callers. And I really want to just dive in and 
what was your impetus and did you have your own realization with this? Because that's a biggie. That's a big, there's a lot in that title. (laughs) Everything is here to help you. Absolutely. So, you know, my spiritual journey began when I was eight years old after an out-of-body experience. And I have been having awakening experiences Mm -hmm. since the age of eight. And throughout my life, the common theme uh, in my journey was through my guidance Mm -hmm. of spirit showing me that everything that seems like an enemy is actually an evolutionary Mm -hmm. ally in disguise. One of the ways I like to talk Mm -hmm. about it to make it a simple shift is that the things that are egos, and a a nice way of talking about the ego is I explain it as the personality of our core wound. And so to the point of view of our core wound, everything is not here to help us because it's life's job to heal and unravel the core wound. But what is a problem Mm -hmm. to the core wound trying to preserve itself is actually a process the soul is undergoing. So this book helps us shift from problem Mm. to process by understanding how every single thing is a catalyst of our greatest awakening. Wow. Now, is it, how did you come to see this? Was it in some kind of reflection? How did you, or did you see this as you were going along in your unfolding? So since uh, my, my awakenings, uh, Throughout my life, I have been living in an infinite stream of insight. Um, Many would call it a Mm -hmm. samadhi or a living meditative state where I constantly am having an ongoing conversation with spirit. And the conversation for me is open-ended. It happens just as clearly as I'm talking to you. And it happens throughout the day, every day. And it's happened for the majority of my life. Whereas I would go through my life things would happen and I would have an inner narrator saying, this is how it feels to your human self. This is how it feels to the core wound. And this is actually how it's helping you to transform the core wound and to actually grow into your full potential. And so I started to see the difference between identifying with the core wound and basically fighting against the things that were trying to liberate me and allowing life to do what it needed to do to bring my light into fully actualized physical form. Mm. So you, it sounds like you start seeing how everything is the healing of the wound to get more to the soul light or soul expression. Is that am I Absolute, understanding absolutely. that? Absolutely, right? absolutely. And okay. I, you know, not just not just seeing it in my own life, but again, from mm-hmm. let's say age eighteen to my present day, I would sit in my room and the universe would just speak to me, and so I'd have these open dialogues mm-hmm. with the universe where I would just ask endless questions and it became it began the way I was really activated psychically and then I was guided to work with people you know individually and then in groups and now of course in my group healing events I step on stage nothing in mind just bring through what the universe wants to say and I transmit a healing energy through the sound of my voice and the realizations people have is of, wow, this thing that I thought that was against me was actually helping to usher me into the next timeline of my highest potential. And so when I was motivated to write this book, I just thought, let's take all of the things from jealousy, anger, grief, and sadness, Mm -hmm. all the things that we define as the most difficult adversities, and let's single-handedly show how, from the soul's point of view, everything is actually our most profound awakening unfolding. So I really wanted to create a blueprint for the soul's evolution 
Because one of the things I think mm-hmm. that is the biggest barrier on the spiritual path is that people are trying to mm-hmm. move out of ego from the ego's point of view. And so yes. I wanted to give people a chance to awaken from the soul's perspective. Yes, I love that. Because the all else evolves from there, you know. And, yes. you know, um, the ego is an aspect of, you know, human mind. Um, Matt, let me ask you, how... How important is is it to begin to see this? Because I feel like your book is the premise. It's so critical to where we are right now in you know individual and collective evolution for this next piece that we're all kind of going towards. Well, yeah. What is the impact? How important is it? And and what do we? What starts happening? What is the benefit of shifting into this perspective? Well, let's let's talk about the, a different way of looking at duality, right? Duality is okay. often understood as the ego's point of view, where we see separation between ourselves and source. And the more separate we feel from source, the more lonely and unfulfilled mm-hmm. we tend to be. So, of course, everyone is trying to reconnect with source. So the interesting way of looking at duality is that the universe sees and knows everything is helping you grow and evolve into your highest potential. If we have a differing opinion and we are separately thinking or perceiving life is against us instead of for us, we are now thinking and viewing life separate from universal perfection and as separately as we are willing to judge, criticize, and condemn others or ourselves is how far away from spirit we tend to be. So what if oneness is not just the connection to the light, but that I actually merge into the light as I dare to see through how the light sees things. Mm -hmm. So when I dare to see through the eyes of the universe, as I dare to surrender so deeply and say, even though this is painful, even though this is traumatizing, and of course we're not going to be in situations that let people take advantage of us and, you know, use us as Mm -hmm. a punching bag, of course, but perhaps Every character is only in my life acting exactly the way they're acting to inspire my next courageous choice to open up my consciousness so that I can move into the next chapter more expanded than ever before. And when we dare to see exactly how universal perfection dares to see, there is oneness Mm -hmm. with truth, and then we can play and form without having to feel divided from our essence. Mm-hmm. Well, I love that because to me that is the ascension is getting out of that duality because everything that is here has come from source. So there's some right. reason, you know, right. function and, and form to it uh, in moving to that. Um, do you think people are more ready to em- embrace that, to, to, to move into that oneness and the realizing that, as you said, whether the light, you know, heaven, hell, whatever – that it it is here to assist us, you know, and as you say, here to help us. Well, I would say the readiness would be our degree mm-hmm. of pain and that the pain in mm. our emotional bodies, the pain in our lives, the loss in our circumstances is showing us what we're actually prepared for. But of course, to the point of view of the core wound, the core wound being mm-hmm. the part that most people think they are, that part will never be ready. So, because of course the core wound is not going to make the journey into the ascension. So 
Mm-hmm. I would say the adversities of the planet, the imbalances people feel within themselves, the level of exhaustion and, and the depth of pain that people are feeling are the confirmations that they must and are ready for a different perspective. And this is one of those things where we have to really take a step back and say to ourselves, what if the deepest pains mm-hmm. and how traumatizing life can be could actually be transformed if I'm simply willing to surrender my tendency to blame, judge, criticize, and accuse? What if I could put aside who did what and just feel what's happening within me? And when we do that, you know, I call it awakening heart-centered consciousness because all my teachings are coming from the vibration of love, when we're able to Mm -hmm. love the one who's in pain, whether we like the pain or not, when we can love the one who's been devastated, whether we appreciated the devastation or not, when we can be the one that supports us most, we are reuniting with the light of the universe to be for ourselves what totality has always been for us. And in that reunion, a greater awakening occurs and our highest potential can then, you know, evolve into form. Mm. Love it. Um, okay, let's look at that. Let's For those that are listening, and some people, let's say, are going through whether, let, let's take a relationship, whether it's, you know, it, personal, individual, or work situation where they're perceiving that, you know, this is, you know, they're frustrated. And how would one look at that situation from this expanded viewpoint that you're talking about? Well, the first shift is, that it's that the environment is not causing the frustration that the environment is bringing into our awareness the frustration that was always held in the cells of our body that may not have been ready to be healed until this very moment so when we're going to heal something as i always say what we're feeling is a healing taking place just by feeling what is coming up emotionally we allow an interrupted pattern from our past to complete its expression, and then it literally returns to source just by our willingness to feel it from start to finish. So the first step Mm -hmm. is the outside is not creating the inside. The outside is simply reflecting that what's on the inside was always there. The frustration may have been dormant for many years, and it's just activating Mm -hmm. because this is the moment spirit is saying congratulations, you have reached a level of evolution, you're at a high enough vibration where you can actually unpack and release the frustration, and in order for you to heal the frustration, you have to be aware of it, and to be aware of it, we have to put you in a living circumstance that seems to trigger it within the character you're playing out. So, of course, Mm -hmm. the outside is not causing the inside, the outside is causing me to be aware of what I'm now evolved enough to heal by allowing myself to feel what life brings up in me. Okay. And we had a question in the chat is what if the environment is bringing it up in the body? But no, it's already, what you're stating is it's already been there. The environment is perhaps the catalyst or the reflector for what's been going on. Is that Yes, it's kind of in the same way as that there are dormant viruses in all human bodies, and there are certain moments in time that things get activated. So, for example, 
you know, I know someone who has been going through a uh, reactivation of Epstein-Barr. The Epstein-Barr was already in the cells of her body, and it was only a certain amount of circumstances that activated it. Now, just to take this kind of conversation even more mm-hmm. into a, to a broader perspective, every single thing that we're feeling and healing in ourselves we are simultaneously clearing out of the collective unconsciousness. So when something triggers a frustration inside of us, we are feeling the frustration with more consciousness than the world around us that tends to avoid those difficult feelings. And in doing that, we're not only lightening the load for our next chapter of evolution, but we're actually lightening the load for the collective unconsciousness. So to help the world awaken with more love and care. Mm. And I love that about this path. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it makes it not all right. Not all, it's, it's gonna, you're in it, you know, you're, we're all a part of it. You know, it's this yeah. living, breathing organism that's affecting each piece and part. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Love that. Um, you talk a little bit about soul support or supporting the soul and the path, you yes. know, unfolding. Um, can you touch on that a bit? Well, in terms of we are really Well, how would people know they're being yeah. supported? Yeah. How, how do you do that, and how, um, how can people best do that, I think, for themselves, you know, support their own unfolding? Of course. Well, I think that the way we best support ourselves is by looking at life through the viewpoint of what do I need right now to best support myself through this experience instead of what do I need to spiritually know to grow to get the hell out of here. So I think a lot of times Mm. in the spiritual journey, there tends to be this very Mm -hmm. healthy amount of bypassing where I said, if I can get the lesson, if I can learn it, like as if we're in some sort of game show, if I can learn the lesson at record speed, I can ditch these people and get to a better reality. And the thing is the universe is not a computer and we can't hack into it, right? This isn't a video game where we, put in a code and we cheat our way through the game. This is life saying what's required of us is the utmost honesty and humility. So the first thing we do is we say, I don't know how this is here to help me, but I surrender Mm -hmm. into welcoming the greatest benefit from this unfolding. May I feel what emotions are coming up. May I love the one inside of me who's feeling this way May I nourish the body with healthy nutrition? May I get enough rest? May I make sure that I'm tuning into my heart and asking it how I can better support it? And may I use this as an opportunity to deepen my heart-centered relationship with myself so to heal all the times of the past when I felt unsupported and neglected by others. And may that healing heal the world of abuse, neglect, and abandonment Mm. for the well-being of all. Mm, I love that. And I love what you say about the, the, you know, like hacking it, you know, like it's another life hack. Uh, Right. (laughs) I think so much has been written and focused on that. Um, I'm sure, especially seventies, eighties, nineties, up to mid two thousands, like you can buy, you can get over this, you know, or get rid of the ego. You know, I hate that. The ego is not your amigo. I'm like, okay, why are, you know, please dead in, dead in, dead in. Um. Yeah, that kind of wanting to get up and out. Uh, so aptly put, a game show. It's not. Yeah, like you know, you can just wheel a fortune in or something. Um, 
<laughs> what? Right? <laughs> because part of what I hear and I really feel from your energy is, I mean, you are in the game sphere of it. You're playing in it. You're opening to it. You right. know, you're saying, okay, kind of use me, you know, open my heart and let me see, let me feel, let me be, you know, let me be in this. Right. What do you feel from your experience and your path, as well as writing the book, all of it converging, helps people to move more into that space? Because when I'm hearing you talk and the energy that's coming from your sharing is you're a part of this. You're not trying to get over it, you know, get under it, get away from it. You're embracing right. it and within it. Is there something that right. you've learned that helps put one into that space? Well, absolutely. And I think that one of the biggest realizations I've had among, among many <clears throat> is that the earth plane is an interactive, practical mm. field trip that angels in training go on. And so the funny conversation in heaven is, hey, how would you like to be a spirit guide to the life and times of an individual? And we all say, yay, that would be amazing. And we come down here. And because all things abide in oneness, what we realize is that the one we are learning to guide is the body we are inhabiting. So the reason, of course, my mm -hmm. teachings are not about abandoning the ego is because the ego yeah. is the character you, the spirit yeah. guide or angel in training, is actually guiding. And part of the misunderstanding mm -hmm. is that you mm -hmm. think you are on this life journey and you are actually the one guiding the character through it. And so as we kind of yeah. step back and fall back into being the guide and angel supporting the character on the journey while also being the mm -hmm. consciousness expressing through the body of the character, we bring the character and the guide together as one. And in that merging of light happens, the body synthesizes that light into physical form and what we have is a fully embodied soul in form yeah that's the next step that's it that's the dance <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's it's great because it's it is i would say the deepest metaphysical truths or spiritual truths are very are very simple there's a common sense to yes. it because it applies right through all parts of you know, parts of the physical body, like you said a minute ago, then, you know, you're eating well, you know, coming from the heart, you're eating right. better. You know, it's these simple things. I'm just like, you know, when I take my mind off something or I, I go need to go move the body, you know, or I have to eat well or, you know, kind of all right. comes together. Um, now, let me ask you, Matt, your book, Everything is Here to Help You. Yeah. How did that come about? What What was your 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 thinking and also your direction, your guidance to put this together for people? So over the last 13 years, I was thinking about this when I wrote the book and I, and I, you know, I don't really reflect all that too often on the past. Um, it just doesn't mm -hmm. come to mind, but I had this reflection and it was amazing because I've done, you know, to do group healing events now instead of individual sessions. But over the course, course of my career, I, I, I realized I had done over 13,000 healing sessions, and it just kind of blew my mind a little bit. And in the course of that time, I started seeing a lot of major themes. And what I've noticed mm. to be a major theme in all the work I've done with so many people is that I think over the last 25, 30, and so many years, 
people have so many options as to what to do on a spiritual journey. But I think the key that's missing is that people don't know how to be on a spiritual journey. And so when I wrote this book, and of course I always get a feeling of inspiration when it's time for me to write another book, I wanted to write a book on how do spiritual beings move into the light of their soul? How do they heal themselves? How do they really step into their divine perfection, but how do they do it from the most heart-centered perspective of the soul instead of it being the ego, trying to get rid of the ego, which it tends to be what a lot of the spiritual journeys turn into. So I wanted to focus on the cornerstone of fifth dimensional consciousness is not just what to do on a spiritual path, but how to actually be on a spiritual path how to be on a spiritual path with authenticity and how to be on a spiritual path where you're really learning to love yourself despite your past history where love may be associated with hurt, abuse, and abandonment. Mm -hmm. How do we actually learn to be spirit onto ourselves? How do we learn to develop our own connection? How do we learn to see ourselves the way the universe always has? And so I wrote this book Mm -hmm. to teach people how to be on a spiritual journey because when, you know, if we think of the what, the what is masculine, mm-hmm. what to do, yeah. how is very feminine, and, of course, what's arising into balance but the sacred feminine. So when we bring the sacred feminine into the healing journey to balance the what with the how, that's when all the inner gateways open, and that's when life goes from being tragic to miraculous literally within the blink of an eye. Mm. Beautiful! I love that. There's a little synchronicity because, you know, a lot of people will always ask and ask me, you know, what am I or who am I? And I said, forget that. You're a spiritual being. How do you want to express? Look at the how. <laughs> how and where, right? That gets you right in the uh, the creation and the, the flow of it. And I also love um, – you know, having a psychological background, the ego has its place. It is a, like I love what you you put it in that term of a character. And so, trying yes. to get rid of it, you know, I, I don't know where we, that came from. Actually, maybe you know, I, but there's been such a preponderance of that, and it really spins people out and puts them in a dead end because it's it's a part of the psyche. You know, it's um, right. Yeah. Let me ask you, well, do you I, feel the yeah. ego? Go ahead. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, like, where it came from was for so many centuries, we've had energetically the masculine suppressing the feminine. So, and of course, okay. the masculine um, being where a lot of uh, the egoic energy t- can arise from. I mean, so, so of course, if there's going to be a, an abundance of masculine energy suppressing the feminine for lifetimes, right, and the ascension is now about right. the feminine balancing the masculine, of course, in right. order to make a breakthrough towards consciousness, what would be the most masculine approach, but the ego trying uh. to destroy itself or the snake trying to eat its own tail. So uh. it's just the masculine trying to destroy and control to get more of uh. the objects it perceives. So what I'm writing about in this book is how Mm. to be on a spiritual path, right, to balance the masculine, the feminine, and to bring the feminine forth to heal and transform the masculine so we can find vibrational oneness within and throughout our lives. Yes. I love how you put that. makes sense because it's the cutting out. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. And, of course, it can never be gotten rid of. So there there you are down the rabbit hole without a map. (laughs) 
Um, Tamara in the chat, right? Tamara put in the chat, this is trying to get rid of the ego as a form of self-punishment, which, Matt, ties into what you were saying with, you know, where this came, you know, came from um, kind of chronologically. Wow. We are, I mean, I just feel so, it's just great connecting with you on this because I feel like, yeah, your message, it's, Oh, so needed right now, necessary, but you're also putting it in terms and in a way that people can, you know, really grasp it, you know, and, and use. Absolutely. Um, right? The tool. Now, let me ask you, in your book, do you go through um, kind of processes or exercises, what, things that people can yes. do to open up more to feeling this heart connection. And I know you're a heart, I'm a big hearty also. <laughs> We're <laughs> nice. the hearties. Um, <laughs> right. Um, Tell, share just in our kind of remaining minutes what you are getting about the heart and the heart openings that are, are happening right now and how important the heart is um, in the how-to of our unfolding. Well, even to tie it into what we were just saying, like the, like the caller had mm-hmm. said, denying the ego is a form of self-punishment. I would even say denying the ego is a form of self-denial. And of course, we are always mm. playing out self-denial based on a core wound wow. where someone in our past denied the self in us. So when someone denied the self in you, ah. it leads to a form of self-denial. And the practices and the activations and the clearings that I put in my book that are from, you know, I've channeled for all my retreats is to absolve the self-denial yes. to heal that core wound so that we can actually meet ourselves perhaps the way others from our past weren't able to meet us. May each of us Mm. be able to love ourselves the way others couldn't. And the magic is when we can love ourselves the way someone from our past couldn't, both their Mm -hmm. soul and our souls and all ancestral lineages connected are all healed at once. Mm, The generational. I love the way you're, I've got like, confirmation goosebumps all over oh my god self-denial that's what it is and it's like so from the old toxic masculine aspect playing that old paradigm drama out of the piscean right of the self-flagellation and the yeah the deny the deny the deny that's right Um, how do you see this unfolding so we're moving out of that denial you know um some of us have a little, some a lot, but, you know, I, I yeah. see like what you're saying on an ancestral level and, you know, historical level. Where do you see that we're at right now in this opening? And are we opening more and more to release that? So out of self-denial comes yeah. the eruption of repressed energy. Now, as individuals Ooh. or as a species, it's either going to be exploding as anger okay. or passion. Right. And the difference between anger or passion mm. is how often you love and care for yourself. So I will say that it will be of no surprise that there will be things happening on this planet to express the anger, whether towards social issues, political injustices, because often people in the unconscious world need to express the anger to clear the space yeah. for greater consciousness to emerge. But as light 
bearers of a new humanity, as anchors of a fifth dimensional consciousness, we can love ourselves so that inner energy can explode as passion and inspiration to create a new reality instead of needing to be an unconscious expression of anger. So that's the potential. Yeah, yeah. I think many of us are dancing in that one already. I feel like there's just so much... Yeah. Self-expressive, creative, collaborative, passion, energy, inspired energy, just right. bubbling with all of us. Um, we have another question, if okay, in the chat. Was what yes. would your uh, definition of ego be then? What define ego? Is what this book is asking. So my first book, uh, Whatever Rises Love That, I talked about ego as the imaginary identity of an, imba- of an overstimulated nervous system. Uh, and, in, and in current days, because I always come up with different <laughs> interpretations, I would say that yeah. ego is the personality and the habits and unconscious behavior of our core wound playing out. So could you imagine the difference in life where if someone's acting less than their highest values, instead of going, eh, their ego, and we're condemning them, and they're acting mm-hmm. from a place of previously be conde- you know, being condemned, and we're going to perpetuate that cycle by projecting that onto them. Can you imagine the compassion mm-hmm. that says, I recognize that they're not in their highest vibration, but I realize they're acting from their core wound, so I'm seeing yes. with empathy and not with condemning. And so when we can say, wow, this person may not be in their highest, you know, values. Maybe I don't want to spend as much time with them when they're treating me this way, but I honor that they're just working out some core wounds and I see it through the eyes of empathy. So to help break both of us break the cycle of abuse. Mm. Wow. And that's in your other book. Okay, Matt, that's a good, there are two go side by side, that one. And then everything is here to help you. Those are, those are two great guidebooks right there. Thank Uh, Thank you so much for gracing us with your presence, beingness, and all your insight. This has been amazing. Been off the hook. Really have enjoyed this. Um, people are humming and buzzing in the chat as well. So I really thank you. And um, you have an open invite to come back anytime and share. Oh, thank you. Anytime you have something going on as well. Yeah. Um, and Matt, let me just make sure we've got your. We put it in the chat. I want to make sure we have your. Um, Website is mattcon.org, right? Absolutely. Yeah, if you go there, all the information for my group healing events, my live streams I now offer, and of course you can sign up for my free newsletter and receive a free activation at mattcon.org. Okay, perfect. Uh, thanks, Matt. Thanks for uh, sharing with us. Really appreciate it. My pleasure. Many blessings. Blessings. Woohoo! Okay, everyone, that was Matt Kahn at mattcon.org, M-A-T-T-K-A-H-N.org, and we were talking about his most recent book, Everything is Here to Help You. That's the truth. Sounds great. Fantastical, but it also is true. Um, thank you, everyone in the chat, for co-creating this. It's been amazing. All the callers that helped co-create, all the listeners, Everyone in our little heart tribe, as Tamara put um, in the chat. And I I hope everyone can see how there's so many, a lot of what Matt was sharing, I've been been sharing, whether on this podcast or teleworkshops, et cetera. Um, You see the the confluence, the converging flow. 
And I love what he said. We have choice. You know, we do have choice. Where are we going to believe? What are we going to do? Obviously, it's not about believing in anyone, but is it, is there truth there for you? Is it raising you to a higher vibrational frequency? And I feel the connector, which Matt also shared, is, is the heart. If it's coming from the heart, not in a sappy, over-emotional way, but if it's coming from the heart, that it's something that's more life-enhancing for you. You know, it's good for you. It's, it's vital, revitalizing. It vitalizes you, right? Energizes you. Then that's the direction. All of life does that, right? We know. Do I eat that fig or that banana or I, do I eat five pieces of chocolate cake, okay? We know it. We know what it is. Anyway, I'm feeling great connecting with all of you. Our guest was amazing. All of you were that were amazing. Look, I didn't even ask the question. I've been, I woke up this morning. I did my meditation. And I thought, oh, I need this. I want to know if other people are hearing these celestial sounds. <laughs> What's going on? Three of our callers. So I'm sure there are many hundreds more um, as well that are having this experience. Let me know. Email me. Let me know. Call, come and call on the show. Come in the chat. Or email me at awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. Just want to wrap things up, wind things out. Again, our guest was Matt Kahn. His recent book is Everything is Here to Help You. You can go to mattkahn.org. I have a teleworkshop, a whole month program coming up this Saturday, June 16th. You can find out more information by going to soulplayground.life or soulplayground.com or also on Eventbrite. High vibes. It's about the high vibes to love and manifestation. Uh, Tamara, thank you so much in the chat for putting the links up there. Thank you all. Um, this has just been great. And again, for any guest suggestion, topic suggestion, email questions, you can email me at awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. And as always, continue to shine your light, share your insight, and of course, keep awake. Lots of love and light. See you next week. Awakenings broadcasts every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows are available on iTunes. For continued awakening conversation and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook and visit Michelle's blog at soulinsightsforspiritledliving.com. That's soulinsights, the number four, spiritledliving.com. Keep awake.